Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecha Nutrition? Mecha Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecha's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most Most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecha Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecha Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecha Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at neil or neil at mecha nutrition store.com rumor has it if you mention mecha nutrition you may come away with an added discount as well but you didn't hear it from me so go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now mecha nutrition build a better you today is october 25th 2019 and Today is Friday, which means it is Flashback Friday, brought to you by Mecha Nutrition. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. We have Houston Astros Class A manager, manager of the Tri-City Valley Cats in Troy, New York, Jason Bell on the show today. This was an interview from December of 2018, so a lot of irrelevant content here, a lot of stupid questions. For those of you listening that want to get into sports journalism, take it from me that this is how not to interview somebody 101. Jason Bell was a great guest, a tremendous guest, who was asked all of the wrong questions by yours truly. I asked him what his thoughts were on the MLB winter meetings, trade rumors from a year ago, even though he told me beforehand he hadn't been watching any Major League Baseball recently. He went on vacation out of the States and wasn't into anything I was asking him. So take notes, journalism students. This is exactly what you shouldn't do in an interview. Sound excited when you have a guest on too. I mean, another thing you'll uh, pick up in this interview, so monotone, not good. Be excited. But before we get to our interview with Houston Astros Class A manager Jason Bell, let's talk about the Houston Astros. Let's talk about the Washington Nationals. Let's talk about the 2019 Major League Baseball World Series. Despite everybody's beliefs, the Washington Nationals have served Garrett Cole 
And Justin Verlander, a nice, tall, cold glass of natitude, absolutely destroying the Astros pitching in games one and two in Houston to go up 2-0 in the World Series. Who would have thought? Nationals fans, maybe? Just just look at how hot they've been in the playoffs. 8-0 since beating the Dodgers in game four of the NLDS. They're 9-0 when wearing the navy blue jerseys in postseason play, which is a superstition more than anything, but it's worth noting. They're going home to D.C. for game three, having dismantled two Cy Young candidates for 2019 alone, and now they get to face Zach Ranke in game three. Could they be in a better position to take this series home in four games? I don't think they, they can. They're either getting Garrett Cole on short rest in game four or the Astros bullpen in game four. And either way, you've got to like the Nats' chances. I mean, holy crap, the Houston Astros have had a rather mediocre postseason despite everyone's beliefs. They barely got past the Tampa Bay Rays in five games in the American League Division Series. They got outscored and outhit against the New York Yankees in the American League Championship Series. However, were able to come through when they needed to, which is why they're here and the Yanks are on their couches, but they've had a terrible postseason. They've played terribly this postseason, despite Garrett Cole's performance on the mound against the Rays and Yankees, but then he gets lit up in game one by Juan Soto, who's just 20 years old. I think there's just too much momentum going right now in Washington for them to turn a 180 here and lose this series to the Houston Astros. I think the Washington Nationals are going to be the 2019 World Series champions, and absolutely nobody could have predicted this, which is why baseball is the best sport in the world. So game three tomorrow night, Washington looking to serve some more natitude. We'll see if they can take care of business. Let's talk to Jason Bell here on this Flashback Friday edition of The Osho, brought to you by Mecha Nutrition. Build a better you. Remember to use the promo code OSHO20. Again, that's OSHO20 in all caps to receive $20 off your next order using Mecha Nutrition. We're also presented by Belly Up Sports. You've got six days and counting, six days remaining to give to a good cause. Pink Belly Up apparel available now on designtree.com with 50% of all proceeds going to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Get your gear right now. We're also sponsored by TickPick. No hidden fees. Get your tickets today and remember to use the promo code OSHO10. Again, that's OSHO10 all caps to get $10 off your next order using TickPick. Houston Astros Class A manager Jason Bell on the OSHO right now. past couple of weeks yeah absolutely you know uh, it was pretty cool to experience europe it's my first time over there so it's always nice to see the, the rest of the world 
as much as I can just because, you know, things are just so different based on, you know, different cultures and different locations. So it always opens your, your mind and your eyes up to, to d different things. Right, definitely. First, well, my first real question for you, obviously your first season with the uh, Tri-City Valley Cats as manager, uh, both the good and the bad, what can you take away from your first season as manager uh, with the Valley Cats? Um, it was a great experience, really. You know, lucky for me, I had a, a really good group of players and a really good coaching staff around me and you know a lot of times when that happens it always makes the manager or the head coach uh, look more important than, than maybe he really is and uh, really I, I credit a lot to you know the, those guys for all, all the work that they did and, and really just buying in and, and uh, believing in me and my, my first year as manager. You know, I think it's really important right away to, to make sure that the players have a reason to buy it. You know obviously all the players like to uh, you know go after their dreams but when we're, when we're throwing, you know, different things at them to, to try to get them to try something a different way, it's uh, just, you know, really important to get them to, uh, you know, buy into it right away and, and kind of just explain to them the why so that it, it can benefit their careers. And what do you think the uh, best moment of the season was and after that the worst uh, moment of the season? If you have any examples. Let me think. I mean, there's, there's quite a few, quite a few, um, you know, Good and bad. I would say probably the best is, you know, winning a championship and just kind of watching our guys celebrate, you know, because in the minor leagues, it's not always about winning per se, but I think, you know, uh, with development comes winning. And just to watch the, the players play with such emotion, you know, that late in the season after a very long year for some of those guys, and definitely, a, you know, some of the younger guys who aren't as, uh, you know, used to the, the, the length of the season, I think that that was probably. Maybe the best memory is just, uh, you know, watching the, the guys play with such emotion and, and passion for the game. You know, worst moment, I, I don't really know just because, you know, anything that, that, that's negative, you can turn around into like a teaching moment. And, you know, from from my side, there there's all sorts of, you know, different teaching moments that, uh, you know, I feel like um, helps me become a better coach. And, you know, I think that uh, with anything that comes your way, I don't know, if it's necessarily best to see it as like a, a worst moment, but just a possible way to where you can find the, the positive and the, the benefit in it. Next question, obviously, Valley Cats affiliate of the Houston Astros. You were with the River Bandits last year. Tell me a little bit about the uh, 2017 Midwest League Championship season you guys had with the River Bandits. Oh, uh, with River Bandits, it was awesome. Uh, again, I was very fortunate to be around a really good staff and player. You know, you just never know in those scenarios. And so luckily for, for me in my first two years with the Astros, uh, I've looked out in those uh, two instances. Um, I thought it, it was awesome season in 2017 because we technically um, moved up every single player besides maybe one or two from our original opening day roster, which at the end of the day is the most important you know, thing in, in um, working with the Astros is making sure that those guys are ready to move on to the next level. And for us specifically, uh, we kept the culture that, that we instilled with those guys. And whenever the next guys came in, it was basically next man up. And we, we were still able to continue to win games, which I thought was uh, extremely impressive because a lot of times you're losing your best player and then you're getting another player who may be talented, but he's coming from a lower level. Yeah. And, you know, it just, he just kind of each time fed into our system and it was uh, able to keep the train rolling well. 
I mean, everybody has a baseball story growing up, at least everybody professionally. Tell me a little bit about you growing up in baseball in St. Louis uh, and at the College of University of Central Missouri as well as St. Louis University. Uh, you know, for me, you know, growing up in St. Louis, as everybody knows, St. Louis is a very big baseball city. It's got a very big following for the St. Louis Cardinals. And, you know, my parents put me into baseball maybe when I was around three years old. And, uh, you know, I could never just get enough of it. Uh, my, my mom will always tell a story that, you know, I was never really watching cartoons as a kid. I was always, you know, turning on Sports Center and getting as close to the TV as I could. And so I think it was always kind of something uh, within me that I've, uh, you know, kind of grown with in a way. And so um, after high school, I went to St. Louis University for my freshman and sophomore year, uh, which was a, a really good experience. You know, got to be on a regional team and, and pitch in an NCAA regional for, you know, SLU's school record for wins at the time. Um, and then I transferred on to Central Missouri, which is one of the most historic college baseball programs in history as far as uh, the number of wins it has and, and averages every year. And I think being a part of, you know, winning cultures like that really helped instill me the, the values that, that you need to, to kind of, um, you know, create that culture a, as a coach. And uh, fortunate for, for me, I was able to be a, a part of, um, you know, uh, quite a few championships of you know, in, in college baseball. Uh, who would you say was your biggest mentor growing up in baseball? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, there, there's quite a few coaches that I had uh, growing up that I thought, you know, really positively impacted me. But I would say both my, my dad and my mom were probably the, the two biggest uh, supporters, but also, you know, mentors all, along that process. You know, they didn't really, you know, force things on me. They kind of uh, let me let me create the passion for it. And, you know, they, they're always uh, very supportive, but, you know, we're, we're also, like, very understanding of, you know, who I was as a player and a person. And, you know, they always, they always wanted me to be around better players than myself, which I think uh, humbles you, but it also teaches you a lot of values. And, and uh, I think, you know, iron sharpens iron. So if you can be around players um, and coaches that are better than you, it can always, uh, you know, bring you up to their level. Right, and that's the only way it should be if you want to get better. Growing up in St. Louis, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were a Cardinals fan growing up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thoughts on the Cardinals going out and getting Paul Goldschmidt? You know, I think it's, a, it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, I obviously follow the Ashes a lot more nowadays. But, um, you know, I think what, what people kind of tend to forget with uh, a player who's known for home runs and plays first base is that there's actually a value in, you know, defense and base running as well. And I think that... You know, war being a, a very big baseball statistic, I think that that uh, also plays a, a huge effect in his uh, potential impact of the, of the St. Louis Cardinals with his ability to actually be a complete player regardless of, you know, not stealing a lot of bases. And so I think that, you know, sometimes in our game nowadays it gets lost when we talk about home run hitters. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how it works out for those guys. And, uh, I hope, uh, hope, it, hope it works well for them. Obviously, with the Astros organization now, you said you've been following them a lot more. Uh, the winter meetings this week, uh, a, a lot of crazy rumors going around with everybody. I mean, everybody's on the block, it seems like, this year. Um, one um, scenario that was mentioned very briefly was uh, Trevor Bauer and the Astros possibly hooking up. What would you think of Trevor Bauer joining the Astros rotation with Garrett Cole, given that they have a little bit of history at UCLA. No, I think that would be, really be something special. You know, I'm not too aware of, you know, the pieces that we would have to, to give up. But, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job as an organization at, you know, developing prospects. So I know that there's 
there's quite a few guys that are, are very valuable in, in our system. Uh, I know. Obviously, uh, I remember when those two guys were at UCLA together and, and how dominant they were. Uh, I think, you know, anytime you can add uh, a piece like Trevor Bauer to a, a rotation, it, it really changes, uh, you know, the, the outlook of everything. And, you know, having three absolutely dominant, healthy starters to start the year like that with those two and Verlander can, you know, really have a, you know, a positive impact on, on the team. You know, that would be uh, very exciting if, if something like that were, were to be able to happen. You mentioned growing up in St. Louis, playing there, and you got it. You had an experience as a pitching coach at the University of Maryland, director of baseball ops at Ohio University. Tell me a little bit about those experiences before you eventually got into managing. Uh, you know, for me, it, it was uh, awesome to be around you know, different coaches and, and different players. You know, at Ohio University, I'll always remember because Rob Smith was the uh, – first coach who ever hired me, ever believed in me to, uh, you know, be on this side of the game. And in that role, he, he gave me quite a bit of responsibility and that really helps develop me as a coach. And fortunate for, for me, uh, the rest of the coaching staff there was, uh, you know, very helpful in mentoring me as, as a young coach, uh, getting my feet off the ground. And, you know, it was a, it was a very special season going from the, the year before the the Bobcats only had 11 wins, and then uh, we won, I think, 36 or 37 games, and we were able to play in, uh, you know, an NCAA uh, regional, which I think is just such a special time in college baseball, and, uh, you know, it always creates memories that, that you'll never forget, um, and then, fortunate for, for me, you know, uh, Rob Smith actually helped, you know, garner up the, the job at University of Maryland Eastern Shore, which gave me quite a bit of experience with, with all sorts of things, you know, um, recruiting, even field work, you know, we didn't really have a grounds crew, we didn't have a, a very big coaching staff, um, but uh, I think, uh, you know, John O'Neill, the, the head coach at the time, really really believed in me and trusted me with all areas of the pitching staff and recruiting, and, you know, uh, it wasn't the most successful season I've been a part of, but in, in the school's history, it was, uh, you know, one of the more successful ones in, in recent history and you know those experiences can combine really help you know bring me along and develop me as a coach as my my first two years uh into the coaching side of the game you know that, those are some memories that, that i'll never forget and you mentioned memories that you'd never forget game five of the 2017 world series astros dodgers tell me what the experience was like being there live when uh Astros came out on top in that crazy game, which is probably considered one of the greatest games ever played. No, it was very crazy. It, it, it just shows you what, what the what the game is like, and it really really kind of shows you what you know grit is all about. All the different types of lead changes with all of some of the best players in in the world. And for me, I was more just pacing around the stadium in, in circles. Uh, it was it was a it was a pretty pretty awesome, you know, atmosphere to be around and I think what people won't remember too is that, you know, the, the roof was closed at Minute Maid, so it felt, you know, more like an indoor, you know, type of football game or, you know, any indoor sporting event with how loud it was. And, you know, Los Angeles fans travel everywhere and obviously Houston, you know, really supports the Astros, so it was uh, quite a, an amazing experience to be in that atmosphere and uh, emotionally it's just 
And obviously, like I said or mentioned earlier, a lot of bizarre rumors going around MLB winter meetings in Vegas. Mets going out on a limb, bringing in uh, Robinson Cano, Edwin Diaz. There's talk of Noah Syndergaard being shipped out potentially. Um, what is your take on the Mets' new GM Brody Van Wagenen's move so far as GM? Considering I don't think any Mets GM has ever done anything like this before. You know, honestly, I haven't followed too much. You know, with all, everything in the background of it all. You know. I, I know, uh, you know, who he is and uh, that, that he's, you know, taken over as, as the Mets GM, but I'm not as familiar with the, the Mets uh, system overall. And, you know, for me, mainly, I, I mainly just focused on developing the, the younger younger prospects, so unfortunately I'm not as familiar with a, a lot of those moves he's making. But, you know, I think from, from a fan's perspective of the Mets, it's, it's really uh, going to be exciting that, you know, right right away when he got his, his feet underneath him, he's he's trying to make the team better to win immediately. And you know, as a fan of a of a team, I'm sure that's uh, you know going to be a very exciting for them to follow along this year and, and in the coming years. And the big rumor that's been swirling around for the past 24 hours or so is a potential three-team blockbuster between the Yankees, Marlins, and Mets. Uh, the Marlins would ship um, JT Realmuto to the Mets, while the Mets would be shipping their one of their biggest franchise stars in Noah Syndergaard across town to the Yankees. Do you think the Yankees and the Mets would ever make a deal like this, or do you think this has any possible chance of actually going down? Yeah, you know, I think uh, especially um, in, in today's day and age, it's, you know, everybody wants to just win, period. So uh, if that means, you know, trading players to teams that, that you may or may not want to, if it's going to better your, your team overall, I think, I think uh, you know, most people are, are inclined to do it. Um, obviously, I can't speak to those organizations specifically. I'm not as familiar, but, you know, I think really um, when you have, like, Quite a quite a bit of uh, analytics and numbers behind some of those decisions, and you know teams that are in different places and, and need need different things. Uh, I think that you know a lot of times they can usually strike a deal if uh, if it all works out. And if that does happen, uh, that would be really exciting for the game. And you know I, I'd be curious to see kind of how it all plays out. Like I said, Mets Noah Syndergaard probably one of their biggest franchise stars besides Degrom, obviously right now. I've been having this conversation with uh, my co-host who is not today, but. And I'm saying this, like, if I'm, uh, like, let's say if you're Brian Cashman of the Yankees and Billy Epler, uh, GM of the Angels, offers you a trade straight up, Mike Trout for Aaron Judge, considering Judge is basically, I don't want to call him the face of the franchise, but pretty darn close right now, would you make that deal, considering the Mike? Perspective, I think, you know, Mike Trout gives you quite, quite an edge in a lot of different areas, and, uh, you know, he's always, uh, you know, fun to watch on TV. Even when, um, even when he's maybe, you know, beating down the, the Astros a little bit, but he's a, just an exciting player to watch overall, and you know, somebody who, who seems very humble and dedicated to the game, and you know, has a very good reputation. And I mentioned the uh, Syndergaard trade just seconds ago. Um, Miguel Andahar would be rumored to be going to Miami in that trade. Uh, do you think if the Yankees go ahead and trade their young star, Miguel Andahar, do you think that would solidify them going full force on Manny Machado to play shortstop or even third base? Uh, it's tough to say because you don't really know, you know who, who else to have in that organization or maybe what other free agents to have out there, but... You know, obviously Manny Machado is a uh, you know hot commodity on the on the market right now, and that could potentially mean that. But uh, you know, for me, I'm not really really too familiar with uh, that kind of area. Of, you know, the offseason and 
and how things go because I, I don't follow as much about you know maybe the the money of all the players and the you know uh, uh, you know all the pieces that involve that. Corey Kluber also on the block. Multiple teams talking to him. Yankees, Dodgers. It seems like the Dodgers are really making a serious run for him. Consider Corey Kluber that uh, missing puzzle piece in another World Series run for LA. Well, it's tough. It's tough to say because you know LA's gotten there back to back years, so I don't necessarily even know that there's anything missing. But you know sometimes a lot, a lot of it can come come down to just a few plays and a few different games, but. You know, I feel like if you're getting to the World Series in back-to-back years, there's maybe not not too much to change because, you know, anything can happen in a, in a few games in, in the playoffs. But, you know, obviously Corey Kluber is quite an incredible talent and uh, maybe one of the best sliders our game currently has and maybe has ever seen. So that would right. you know, definitely make it exciting to, to see him and, you know, the, the National League instead of the, the American League for the Astros. Now, Brian Cashman, the Yankees, says they're completely out on Bryce Harper. They have six outfielders, including guys like Jacoby Ellsbury, Brett Gardner, Clint Frazier in the minor leagues. Um, they've done crazier things before. Do you think that the Yankees are 100% out on Bryce Harper, like they say? Oh, uh, you know, it's tough to say. I mean, it's tough to always, always, you know, kind of give the media what, what they want to hear, but... You know, if they're that adamant that, that they're not in on him, that they potentially might not be. But, you know, if he's still hanging around towards the towards the end of the offseason, you know, it, it's tough to, to think that they wouldn't at least give it a, a little bit of an interest. But uh, I'm not I'm not too sure. I mean, he seems like somebody that would, you know, give, give the media his honest um, values on that. As a coach, as a manager, favorite player you've ever coached? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't know if I can necessarily choose one, but I definitely like the, the aspects of the, the players when they fully buy in and really care about each other. You know, I think so often sometimes in professional baseball, it, it's, it's tough to really uh, value the, the team camaraderie of it all. Uh, but I think, you know, that, that's something that's special about college baseball. And I think part of building a culture uh, as a manager, that, that's something that you can do. And I think it you know, helps bring some players along. And I think for me, that, that typically is, is what I like to see the most. But uh, I don't know if I could give just one particular favorite player that I've coached. Uh, just, just uh, like it's more of just, you know, just a, a common vibe and, and theme of, of, of a group of players. I don't know necessarily that there's one or even a few. I just think that there, there's uh, quite a few players that I, I've loved being around on a daily basis. You know, really care about as people beyond just players. Final question for you, another tough one. Best moment of your baseball career? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, as a player, I would definitely say probably uh, at the end of my freshman year, pitching in the uh, conference championship game where I had had kind of a, a rough freshman year of college baseball, but pitching the conference championship game and then being able to dogpile at the end of the game. Um, in the coaching world, man, there's, there's been a few that kind of stick out. Uh, I would say the last two championship celebrations uh, in the last two years, and then also at Ohio University when we dogpiled to um, you know win the conference championship. But those would be the few memories to, to me that, that stick out the most uh, so far by uh, playing and coaching career. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? 
Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecha Nutrition? Mecha Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecha's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecha Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecha Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecha Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at neil or neil at mechanutritionstore.com rumor has it if you mention mecha nutrition you may come away with an added discount as well but you didn't hear it from me so go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now mecha nutrition build a better you and that was Houston Astros Class A manager Jason Bell here on the O Show. Remember, for all you sports journalism students out there aspiring to be a sportscaster or an analyst or an anchor, take notes, be excited during an interview, and make it more of a conversation as opposed to a Q&A. That was just not fun to listen to and go back and edit. But again, Houston Astros Class A manager Jason Bell, thank you for coming on. And we have Game 3 of the World Series tonight. Nationals, Astros, Nationals looking to serve a little bit more natitude. They're up 2-0 in the series. Home for the next three nights. They got Zach Granke in game three. Oh my goodness gracious. They shouldn't have a problem going up 3-0. And then, of course, you're probably going Garrett Cole on short rest. Then you got to go Verlander on short rest. Uh, the National, I think the Washington Nationals are the 2019 World Series champions, which is something nobody ever thought that they were going to hear on May 30th when they were 19-31. and 31. Well, this was the O Show presented by Belly Up Sports. Be bold, stand out. Remember, you have six days remaining. Six days, ladies and gentlemen, to go buy your pink Belly Up apparel. Remember all or not all, but 50% of the proceeds go to Susan G. Komen Foundation. It's a great cause. Go get your gear right now. This episode is brought to you by Mecca Nutrition. Build a better you. Go get all different products, including uh, testosterone. They got great protein shakes. They got carbohydrate shakes. Go get your stuff, fat burners, whatever you need to get into the best shape of your life. Check out Mecha Nutrition. Build a better you. And we're also sponsored by TickPick. No hidden fees. Use the promo code OSHOW10 for $10 off your next order. Get your tickets now at TickPick. Hit it, Hootie.
Have you ever felt cheated out of a deal when buying tickets from StubHub only to see that there's a $15 fee at the end of your original purchase? Or have you ever been on Vivid Seats and not even get your tickets? That, that actually happened to me once. I ordered a ticket from Vivid Seats and I never got the ticket. And that's why I switched over to TickBick.com where smart fans buy tickets online. No hidden fees. Search and buy now 100% authentic tickets. Best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service. Buy, bid on, and sell tickets with the confidence of their 110% guarantee. That's 110% guarantee. They show you the best deals with their algorithms and let you decide 0% buyer fees. Your ticket is $26. Your, pur your purchase is $26. No joke. The most transparent, consumer-friendly ticket marketplace on the web. Authentic, valid tickets backed by our 100% money-back guarantee. You'll love your ticketing experience from purchase through the final whistle or out and no hidden fees. Like I said, if it's $26, hell, if it's $8, it is an $8 purchase. Save an average of 10 to 15% on every purchase guaranteed only at TickPick.com. Get your tickets now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.